Welcome back to Read It or List It. I'm Phoebe. And I'm Ashley. And we are going to do our review episodes today. These are always so fun. We do a spoiler-free episode followed by a spoiler-filled episode just in case you haven't read the books. And this time around, we let you choose which series we were going to be reviewing. Yeah, it was a close call. Um, We were down between Madison and Kate, which if you've been listening to anything about this indie romance series, that is not the first time we've mentioned it. And the off-campus series, which I pitched the first book, or actually I pitched the whole thing to you in um, our pitch episode for this. So Phoebe ended up reading all four of the books in that first series, off-campus series, and that won in the poll. So that is what we're going to focus on today. Yeah, it was was kind of interesting to see. So off-campus on my individual poll – got 68% of the vote, and Madison Kate got 32%. And I think it was pretty close across the board. I'm going to check the the podcast is 60-40. And then let's check yours. And I feel like that makes sense because I think that generally people, more people are – comfortable with contemporary romance they feel like they there's more in there that they've already dipped their toes into versus I think that dark romance is a little bit of a newer genre for people especially or not that's not true I mean obviously it has been around for a very long time but in terms of our our readership and like our listenership is not the word (laughs) I don't know but we can make it one I'm just looking at what you posted on your Instagram because you did all of the covers Mm-hmm. For each of them, and it's like the off-campus ones, are like are a little scandalous. Like we got angsty. like they're oh no they're, the the off-campus ones off camp yeah the off-campus ones are like I feel like they're like Instagram sexy and then yes uh, Madison Kate is like TikTok, TikTok? sexy <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely oh we should have put it on TikTok and seen if we got the off oh, we yeah. would have for sure if I put it on TikTok it probably would have been like eighty twenty. Madison Kate. Well, interesting. Well, we were like, well, we can always <laughs> we can always come back and do another one for Madison Kate because I mean, I don't think we need to do I mean, Ashley said this um prior, but like we don't really need to do a uh spoiler free because I feel like we've talked about the series so much, but it would be really fun to Here's what I wanna do. I am patiently waiting. Tate James, if you're listening to this. I am patiently waiting for the Hades series to be oh, done. I September, sit there every day. I follow her on on TikTok or I follow her on um well I follow her on TikTok and I follow her on Instagram, but she's really on Instagram right now. And every time she posts a new update, I'm just like, when's the next book? Like I think the next one is the final one. Like the fourth yeah. one is gonna be the last one. And I just the day, the day that the fourth one comes out, I'm starting the first book. Because if you have read a Tate James book, she writes cliffhangers that are so painful that I refuse to read any of her books mid-series. Like, I'll mm. download them. I'll show her support. Like, I'll follow all her stuff. Like, but I cannot start them until the series is done because it is painful. So yeah, maybe from, we'll do like a – we'll sorry. do a Madison Kate when we also do Hades or whatever. Oh, that know. would be fun. That would be really fun because you and I have kind of already talked Madison Kate to death with each other because we both loved it so much and like 
I was, oh, excuse yeah. me. I just like made a weird sound. Um, also, if you can hear yipping, um, Beasley doesn't like when I'm not with her. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm drinking as we speak. So if you hear gulps, then me too. That's what... I've got a black cherry. High noon. We started. Yeah, we 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 decided that like if we're gonna if we're gonna go all in with these like this indie romance, just no nothing off topic. Well, like just let is, it all out. This is a college based series, so like. There's a lot of talk of going out to the bars and house parties and fraternity parties and stuff like that. So I feel like it's very on theme. Um, oh, I was going to mention, in if you listen to our episode with Rachel, um, Rachel Baldwin at Fit Teacher Rachel, she said that the Hades uh, series, the cliffhangers are brutal so far. <laughs> so yeah, and I think we made the right choice in waiting to binge them. I, I think so too. And I also, but I, I think that would be really interesting to do an entire episode on the two, comparing the two series, because mm-hmm. I just was watching a TikTok right before we started recording where um, this girl was like comparing the two and she says like she likes the guys in Madison Kate better but she likes Hades more than Madison Kate and she thinks she likes the Hades series overall better than Madison Kate and I think that Rachel at one point said that Hades may even be better than Madison Kate so like I have just yeah maybe we'll have to have her back on to talk about it that would be really fun and everyone seemed to enjoy that episode I know. Okay, last thing about about I just love Tate James everything. I love her writing style. It's not for everybody, like for sure, but like for me, I love I love the way that she writes her characters. Like I yeah. there's something about them. Like the plot could be so horrible, but her characters like there could be nothing happening. Like the entire series could be them like reading from a cookbook and I would be like, yes. But you know there would be such good tension with that cookbook. Oh, 100%. Every like, like you know, licking your finger to turn the page, like <laughs> all of that Slowly, stuff. like like whether we're going to go for like a double chocolate cookie <gasps> oh my or like goodness. throw some walnuts in there. <laughs> Clearly... I guess our Anyways. our hearts went elsewhere, but I'm also very excited to talk all about the off-campus series because this is a very well-loved series. Yeah. Elle Kennedy is a fan favorite. Like she is, she's not new to the, to the author world. Like she has been beloved by indie readers for a while now. Yeah. Um, she's got multiple successful series and off-campus, like the first book was what? 2015 so they've been around for I wish I read these in 2015 because I well I guess we had just graduated college then yeah but like like, we would have been like I mean they're they're juniors and seniors in this series right so I loved them for the nostalgic aspect that they gave me um while still with with not like boring me with being like oh these children because (laughs) they do for the most part because it's a romance so they all get a happily ever after and you know being like college age being like oh that's your that's your forever really but then I'm like we both met our husbands as teenagers <laughs> so you like can't judge those characters because right. it is like possible um I was gonna say something else about them I'm holding my big I don't know if you can hear this but like I've got my big old stack of books <laughs> oh it, it registered on the recording you can hear that because I read these on Kindle Unlimited and I love them so much that I bought physical copies um and I'm very happy to have them same and I was gonna say that for me it was 
even more nostalgic. Not, I don't know if that's even the right word because, uh, but I went to school in Rhode Island and these books took place in like a fictional town, like outside of Boston. Yeah, like a suburb of Boston. And like uh, I would be in Boston often. So um, like a lot of my friends went to school in Boston and I'm originally from Massachusetts. So anyways, but when they would describe a lot of the like places in the areas, like all of that, I knew I was familiar with. Um, And so it was and obviously like there is mention of the Bruins and whatnot because it's a hockey romance and like there's a lot of sports. Now this is just like a segue, but like. When I ever I talk about playing field hockey, because I played field hockey from third grade through like all the way through high school, I um it was like a very popular sport. Like that mm-hmm. it was it was girls either picked whether they wanted to play field hockey or soccer, like from very early on, and then they carried through with it. And um and whenever I talk about it down here, they're like, what what is that? <laughs> like it's not <laughs> not a it's just so interesting to see what sports are really popular it makes sense I mean obviously basketball is a lot bigger down here um football is big everywhere but like hockey it's hot down here so people yeah. aren't playing they, they're not spending their winters on the ice like where, like, where I grew up like I um I went to a um a private school and the hockey team was like the hockey players were like the off-campus boys like if you were like i'm going to prom with a hockey player like it was a big deal like i'm gonna refrain from speaking about my experience with hockey players pre reading the off-campus because my mom told me i have nothing nice to say don't say it (laughs) (laughs) i was just looking up my reviews because i I wanted to mention some of the trigger warnings in these books (laughs) But Olivia, Olivia reads a latte. <laughs> she reviewed um, The Goal, which is the final book in the off-campus series. Um, and Tucker is the character who grew up in Texas, but obviously goes to college in Boston and plays high school. And her review says... I'm just going to be straight up front with why I liked this book. And that was because I pictured Tucker as this guy. And it's a gif of Matthew McConaughey from <laughs> from ten th- or uh, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. When he says, oh, you are already falling in love with me. <laughs> oh my God. So this is, that's actually a great segue to my next discussion topic which is do you follow the hockey guys on tiktok no but i need All right, to so everybody that's listening go follow them right now they're you know it's off season for them right now because it's summer so they're not in college but um yeah anyways that's it i think it's the hockey guys not the hockey boys i'm almost positive let me let me let me verify for them they've got like a million tiktoker tiktok followers so they don't need me but the hockey guys are they have 520. Yeah, 500,000. Yeah. Uh, and I think they're in, oh, I think they're in the Northeast. I could be really wrong. Ignore me I definitely me have seen some of their videos. Yeah. I, I don't know if I could label which ones would be assigned to which characters, if at all. But they're really funny to follow. And so that's just like an, a little aside as a, um, a related corollary to 
to these books is well, like all them. Yeah. We are going to do a little bit of a ranking of the the gentlemen of off campus as well as the leading ladies because um and then the books in themselves cuz I really feel like they're different. So let's let's um well first we'll start with just mentioning some trigger warnings and these are the ones that we can remember and think of. They're obviously content is there's sometimes we we can miss something. So definitely um, make sure to look into it yourself. But this is what we can remember as the big yeah. trigger warnings in each of the books. So The Deal, which is Garrett and Hannah's story, um, has mentions of sexual assault. Our main character is a survivor of sexual assault. And so that is it's a big part of her story. And then there is domestic and child abuse um, that right. is mentioned. And then The Mistake, which is Grace and Logan's book. Um, I had it listed as tr- uh, alcoholism as a trigger. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, yeah, alcoholism, addiction, and kind of like a, a little bit of abandonment and mm-hmm. that kind of related stuff. Um, and then The Score, which is Dean and Allie's book, um, is uh, trigger warnings for loss of a parent, cancer, grief, and the loss of a friend and car accident. Yeah, and I would also add, like, um, uh, like alcoholism there, too, mm-hmm. and, like, different coping mechanisms for dealing with grief and yeah. whatnot. Um, and then uh, in The Goal, which I already mentioned, the final book, which is Tucker and Sabrina's story, um, it, there's triggers for an abusive parent, loss of a friend, death, and birth. Okay, so... Let's rank our guys first because that's the most important thing in that I feel like we have the most to talk about there and the most debate. Yes. But we're not going to debate too much because we have to keep it spoiler free. So if you have read these book and books and you want to really see us get into it, listen to our next episode because I will be um, – I'm, I'm an attorney if you don't know. So if Phoebe thinks that I'm not going to throw the book at her when I defend my rankings, oh my she has another thing coming to her. <laughs> I'm really glad I'm in a different state. Throw the book. I meant like as the like that's like what you say in court when you want to throw all the charges. Like you th- just throw like all the all the charges at them. You say throw the book. I didn't mean I was actually oh, no. We say exit pursued by a bear. So <laughs> <laughs> it's from Shakespeare. It's really cultured. Anyway, so there are four books in this series. There is a companion series that follows it. If you really like it. Um, called Briar You, but we're not talking about that today. If you want us to, though, we'll we'll come back. This is just a romance podcast now, in case anybody's (laughs) wondering. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry, not sorry, honestly. Sorry for all the people that were, like, really excited when we did that one historical fiction series, and they were like, oh, "Oh, my God. Finally, like, I'm so glad that you're talking about World War II books. Like, I bet this is what I've been waiting for for a year. They probably already unfollowed. Okay, you go first, because mine, I just need to, like, say that, like, mine changes daily like mm-hmm. every time I think about it I think of something that like makes it change but so I'm gonna go with how I'm feeling today I feel like I yeah okay mine is Dean number one always Dean okay then Garrett okay. then Logan then Tucker wow I am so offended <laughs> so offended wait okay. and I can't remember if that is my book order or my boy order okay because I did my... like Tucker what I did like Tucker 
I know that's that's the thing. It's like I liked all of them, so it really. I think it's it just not, goes down to that Tucker's not my type, so I don't know. Yeah. Okay, so my ranking is Tucker, then Dean, and those switch. They switch. It's just really okay. Well, hold on. I'll get. I'll get into that in a second. Okay. So Tucker, then Dean, then Garrett, then Logan. Yeah. And the reason that Dean and Tucker switch all the time is because Dean is decidedly not my type, like mm. at all. Like he, if in real life, I would stay so far away from a Dean. That's very true. Like I would not even. It, be in the same room as a dean so it's like weird for me but then i loved like the parts of dean that you get to read about because you're like in his brain i would never actually get to see in a real dean because we would never be in the same room so it's like it's hard for me to yeah and i feel like, like if, you just read the, if you just read the first book and you don't continue on in the series you'd be like phoebe you like dean like what is wrong with you <laughs> like you need to go to therapy you know what it is this is what it is it's that i'm not an alley I'm not an Allie. So uh, Dean would never be attracted to me. I would never be attracted to Dean. If I was Allie, if I could insert myself and be Allie, then that's that's when Dean becomes number one for me. Yeah. I'm very I much a Sabrina. Actually, like 100%. It's so hard because Dean is, is my favorite book. Spoiler. Um, but Logan is like the closest to Nick. That's exactly what I said too. Like Logan is the closest to John too. Um, but he's last. <laughs> I just like didn't like Logan's book was my least favorite, but right. it I, Logan's was like the most Logan and Grace were like the truest. I feel like there there is not as much like suspension of disbelief in that book, which may be why it's like this is kind of not that it's boring, but like it Yeah. It, it, it's also my least favorite <laughs> Well, I was going to say, this is this is like, for the people who haven't read the book, this is not making any sense to them. So let's explain kind of like a little bit about what these, like some characteristics about these guys that could help, oh. like help. Um, okay. For, oh, look who, look who just joined us, Watson. Hello. Hi, Wadi. Let's describe some characteristics of these guys that would help the people who haven't read these books kind of figure out like which one they think is going to be their favorite. Because okay. you, I would say... Technically, it's a character series, so they're standalones, but I would not read them out of order. I would mm-hmm. read them in order, especially Dean and Tucker stories. Like, you have to read those in order, I yeah. think, right? Like, I don't think I mean, you could I think read Tucker's even first. with Logan and Garrett's, you have to read them in order because yeah. of that little hiccup. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, okay, so Garrett is team captain. He's like he's I would like, describe him as like he's he's that the all big man on campus, super popular, like like everyone thinks he's like too cool to be like down to earth or anything. And definitely that is what Hannah thinks. Um, yeah, and you realize he actually is a very sweet guy and very mm-hmm. like has a lot more depth to him than what you would think when you just see like you know big man on campus like big hockey player like yeah, gonna go like, pro kind of but like he's a guy. leader he is loyal 
and he's adventurous. Yeah, and he also is like very, very, very kind and mm. and sweet and exact. Like a big part of the story, we mentioned that like um, sexual assault is a big. It doesn't happen in the book, but um, Hannah is a survivor, and so she, it is is a big deal for her to be safe around another person. And great, and Garrett does a really great job of being that person that she needs um yeah not that she needs but you, like that she finally feels comfortable around and so I think that's a big part of his persona um so that's Garrett Logan is like the Logan's player a, yeah Logan's a very classic like yeah white. I went to college to like play hockey yeah. play, hook up with girls and like just like live my life yeah. A little bit of an ego, but, like, he also is, like, he's a total simp once he becomes a simp. Right. Like, he's, like, that, he's, like, that, the trope of, like, when the right girl comes along, like, the mm-hmm. reformed player kind of deal. Not saying that I was that girl, but. <laughs> I was not. Like, it's funny because based on that description, you'd be, like, that's how you would describe John because that's not a, at all how I would describe John, but I'm just saying, like, the, once Logan is with Grace, <laughs> that is when John is like Logan. He's, like, he's protective and, like... He's persistent. Persist, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's very, like, um, he will make, he will, he's, he will make grand gestures for you. And he mm. will make it very known that, like, you are his girl and like he will like he's he like loyal is a good word but like it's faithful I don't know how to describe it he's just he's very sweet he's like a teen player I don't know which I guess he yeah. plays on my team all right <laughs> Dean is Chuck Bass Dean, <laughs> Dean is no he's better than Chuck that's like not even he's like um because he's not nearly as like angsty as no Chuck but he's Bass. like he's a very privileged guy who doesn't want he's to settle Chase. down. Chase? Who am I thinking of? That sounds nice. Nate. Like you like Chase. Oh, Roberts? he's Nate. He's a hundred percent Nate. Oh, but he's not as much of like a himbo as Nate is. <laughs> okay. Mm. <laughs> I mean, like maybe, but he's. I hate Nate on Gossip Girl. <laughs> oh, I like Nate. He literally is like he's exact. He is Nate. He's like got seven names, just like Nate. But like he doesn't That's have bad luck as Nate. Right, but we're talking about like okay, so he's very, very, very wealthy. Um, he comes like he's he's had a very privileged life, like, and he's also uh, like a huge, huge playboy. Like whatever we just said about Logan, like throw that out the door. Like yeah, he is way more like different girl every night, every minute kind of guy. And so like it's very much the trope in that book is very much like one girl comes into his life and like changes his whole world kind of thing mm-hmm. um and he's just so fun i think that's why he's, he's so like ranked fun. so high is it's just a fun book well it's like, it also is, the it best is, written in my opinion how it flows the plot a lot of like, growth yeah and like the 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 emotional levels and like the how fun it is it's i think it's a great example of how romance and especially indie romance is like, hey, I'm going to hit you with like this like big emotional challenge for these characters and like a big emotional plot point. But I'm also going to give you like 
really steamy moments that are super fun and you're going to want to keep turning. The, like I read this one in less than 24 hours. Yeah, same. It was the first one of the series that I like literally couldn't put down. Like I, I would say I put down Logan and Grace's book the most, mm-hmm. um, which is funny because it's the shortest. Yeah. And I think Dean's is the longest. No, I'm looking at them right now. Tucker's is the longest. Oh, well. Of course, it would. I also read Tucker's really fast because he's my honey. Um, speaking of Tucker, so how we would describe him? Um, southern boy living in a northern town. He's got that like southern charm a little bit. He's a mama's he boy. Loves he's his southern, mama. Yeah. He. he um, he's also respectful. Oh my, yeah, he very respect him. He is very respectful. He's a giver. <laughs> very much a giver he's generous there's a little he's here's the thing so can we mention the big trope in this book is that considered a spoiler um i don't think so. i think it's on i think it's in the synopsis let me see uh no it's not mentioned in all the right synopsis. well so i'll just say wait this. wait 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 It is mentioned in the synopsis. Okay, so, well, for those of you who really hate spoilers in that they you don't even read the synopsis of a book, just, like, skip through the next 15 seconds. Okay, but for the rest of you, this is, like, this is, I knew this going into the book, so I purposely did not, and I know a lot of people stopped reading off campus after Dean's book because they didn't want to read Tucker's book because they also don't like this trope. Um, there is a pregnancy trope. There is an unplanned pregnancy in this book and I hate that not that's that's a strong word I usually don't like it's not something I look for in book um and so I was like very hesitant to pick this up because I thought like it wasn't gonna be good oh my god I Tucker is like the unexpected steamy Mm -hmm. guy like he delivered in my opinion the best scenes um and so like there 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 are some really close ones with Dean and Allie but she holds she as an L Kennedy holds back and it pisses me off so much because I'm like you could have gone I know you have it in you because I've read some of her other books like I know you could have gone a little bit further with this so like why why we had to cut off the scene there like I'm a little annoyed at you but it's fine <laughs> but she goes a little bit further in in Tucker's I think but yeah not, still not far enough but she goes a little bit further. I am not someone who enjoys that trope either. So I like wasn't super looking forward to it. I didn't um, like it was not my favorite in the series. But like I did. It has a lot of depth to it that like made me like I was reading more for like the character stuff than like the steamy stuff. Which is like not normally like how I would have viewed the series. But like I don't know it was but there is so much to it. Um, yeah and, and i, I want to say tucker, this is like i feel like he's this. dreamy what would you say tucker's dreamy he's very much like he's probably the closest to my actual type like not physical but personality wise like everything like he's probably the closest in <laughs> he's probably the closest to my type in other ways as possible so um but yeah, that's all we'll say about that. 
Steam, let's talk about Steam for a second. So these are not, despite the Kindle covers, um, these are not that steamy. Like they, they are definitely like, it just kind of depends on where you're coming from. If you're coming from like a Unhoneymooners animated, not animated, illustrated cover like rom-com reader, these are these are closer to that than some of the other books that we've recommended in this series. Like they're definitely more contemporary, they're, they're contemporary romance, um, mm-hmm. new adult romance. They're not dark, but um, they are, I would say a little bit, steamier than some of those illustrated books that we've recommended yeah but i'd still not put them high like i'd say like a three i think they're solid three um yeah they're like if if talia hibbert in her traditionally published books like threw in more scenes i think they're that level of steam like they're open door there's there's some words used <laughs> um they're fun situations they're very like they're they're the kind of book where I feel like it could be your very first romance that you read and you'd be like whoa yeah but you would like it it wouldn't be too much it'd be a lot but it wouldn't be too much like I feel like I would recommend these to a first-time romance reader if I thought that they would be open to the idea of an open door romance yeah, like I, yeah, I think if you like read the Unhoneymooners and you were like, mm, I like this, but like I, I can take it a step further, then you would like these. Yeah, I think that's fair. I'm trying to think of like another, like I think, um, uh, Jasmine Guillory kind of has like a similar, like, uh, not the wedding date, but when you get a little bit further in that series, like maybe like, um, the wedding party or um party of two maybe party of two mm-hmm. but they're, those are a little bit older yeah so maybe not i was just trying to think of like an author that's got like multiple scenes but they're not like super descriptive but then they get more descriptive as they go i don't know i guess talia is a good, good comparison or like um maybe maybe christina lauren in her in their like uh and like the beautiful Bastard earlier series. stuff yeah. what and like the beautiful bastard series. No, those are steamier for sure. Um, I would say like more like um, Josh and Hazel. If there were more scenes, mm, that's a yeah. good comparison. If Josh and Hazel had like five. All right, so I think that's all we can talk about in this episode. So if you have read these books and want to keep listening, you can head to our spoiler-filled episode. And if this episode inspired you to pick up this series, be sure to let us know over on Instagram at read it or list it pod. Um, and you know where to find us individually. And we're on TikTok too. And if there are any other sports romance that you think that we should pick up after reading this series, let us know on our post today. All right. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Original music by Jake Thorne. Podcast produced and edited by me, Ashley Chandler, and Phoebe Wright. You can find us on Instagram at Read It or List It Pod. All rights reserved 2020.